Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McAllen. Two brothers named Brian and Bradford Manning were diagnosed with Stargardt disease at a young age. Stargardt disease is the form of macular degeneration that causes blindness over time. Blindness hasn't kept Bradford and Brian from going for their dreams. Both men are obsessed about the ways clothing feels, and also passionately committed to finding cures for blindness. The Mannings have put both passions together in creating their own clothing line called Two Blind Brothers. To learn more about their work, I welcome the two blind brothers themselves to this program, Brian and Bradford Manning. Hi, Brian and Bradford. Thank you so much for having us. We're, we're so excited to be joining you. Happy to be joining another Brian. It's always my favorite thing in the world. Yes, you're the Brian with the Y and I'm the Brian with the I. Together we encompass everything. That's right. Now, before we talk about your clothing line, why don't you both tell us about yourselves? Sure. Uh, I like long walks on the beach and... Uh, no, yeah. So I, this is Brad. I'm the older brother, and um, and you know, like like you mentioned, uh, I was diagnosed with Stargardt's disease at age seven. I first had symptoms because I failed the kind- kindergarten eye chart at age five, and um, you know, I, I think probably the, the the best thing that we could have ever had uh, was our great parents that gave us um, some very important advice that said you know, you're just not allowed to be a victim. You take your challenges, you may, you embrace your challenges, you try at everything, um, you become resilient to failure and you push forward. And we really benefited from having their perspective as young kids. And um, we grew up, did fairly well in school. We both um, lived in um, uh, Virginia, both went to the University of Virginia. Um, I graduated and came right here to New York. Um, worked in finance for a while and still until starting this project um, about a year after starting this project um, we started doing this full-time but we started the project in May of 2016. May 2016 doesn't sound like that long. You say that but I got to tell you to me it feels like a lifetime and a half. Ah (laughs) long time okay. So you two became legally blind, as we mentioned earlier, from Stargardt disease. Your visual acuity is about 2,400. And, but, but, this, but this unique quality has really inspired you both to pay very special attention to details. Tell us about it. Yeah, like, like any of your listeners out there who have any sort of eye condition, you still need to get around in the world. And so you pay so much attention to your other senses. And one way Brad and I always interact first with something is the touch and the feel of it. 
So when we wanted to find a way to give back to the visually impaired community as well as do some community building, we were trying to figure out what would be the best option for that. And one day at a Bloomingdale's, we walked in and lost each other, like I'm sure a lot of people listening have. And we actually walked out 45 minutes later with the same shirt. And in that moment, this aha happened that it was because of the touch and the feel and the comfort of the shirt. And it sparked the idea to try and begin a clothing project based strictly around the sense of touch and then to donate 100% of the profits to retinal research to cure blindness, to try and give back to the community we love so much. Which organizations have you sent the money to? So the primary organization um, that we fund on the research side is um, the Foundation Fighting Blindness. And just to give a little background on them, you know, they were started, I think, over 45 years ago now, kind of around the same time that the National Eye Institute was formed. And uh, when, when there really wasn't any good science around the retina, they helped fund all that initial, <clears throat> all that initial research that led to the discovery of genes that led to gene therapies and now um, uh, stem cell and pharmaceutical treatments. Um, you know, obviously one of the big successes that's uh, public right now is um, uh, Spark Therapeutics that just launched a, a treatment called Luxterna, a gene therapy for LCA, Labor's Congenital Amaurosis. Uh, that started with the discovery of the gene in 1994 with a, a grant from the Foundation Fighting Blindness. So, you know, we're very big on helping fund those preclinical researchers that want to either prove out a concept or uh, really try some innovative science to try to cure blindness. Spark Therapeutics, you say. I interviewed them once for my show. They, they, oh, amazing. they provide a lot of input on that Luxterna therapy. It's really good. So um, did you also go to coffee shops and brainstorm how to create these new well-considered clothes? Oh, God. So Brad and I got fabric from all over the world because we knew nothing about what fabric was or what the construction was. We All we knew was what we liked. And that was the basis for the fabric. And we actually ended up soliciting thousands of swatches and we walked into a coffee shop like two times a week for six months. And by the end, if you can imagine, we had about six feet of fabric books next to us. The coffee shop was not too thrilled. But we ended up just sorting through the pile saying yes, no to fabrics. And then we would do that again and do that again and do that again until we finally found one we thought was absolutely perfect. And the best part about that, that being a little naive at the beginning, was we weren't looking for anything but what we loved. It was sort of like flipping through the channels and finding what good show was on, right? You stop exactly. and find something you like. It's exactly like that. And then, you know, after we found our fabric, then we did a bunch of diligence and got very smart on what makes a beautiful and wonderful fabric so we could be more intelligent on it and in the future if we ever wanted to look for anything new we, we would know exactly what we were talking about so we got to talk about these clothes first let's talk about the men's clothes we'll get to the women's in a second what does it take to create the comfy graphic tees 
the polos and the hoodies. I saw some of them on your website. It, uh, some good fabric, some good production, and a little razzle-dazzle. <laughs> uh, no, it's, uh, you know, honestly, we are lucky to live here in New York City, which is one of the hubs of the fashion world. And so we have a number of friends who are extremely talented, working at big design firms, and that are frankly, probably a little underpaid and looking to actually do something um, meaningful and supportive of, of uh, you know, uh, of the charities that we, that we support in our mission. And they came in to help design um, the initial collection. And when we were coming up with the initial collection, we really wanted it to be all around casual wear, basically the clothes that you want to wear when you're most comfortable. We chose t-shirts, Henleys, polos, hoodies. We have a couple items in that same category that we're working on right now, but all around that idea of comfort. Is your clothing also being sold around the world? Because I've heard of other cities like Tokyo where they have big fashion show design lives there too. We sell all of our clothing through our website, twoblindbrothers.com. Uh, but actually, an article came out today, and so I guess we're free to announce it now. We're actually going to be featured in uh, Macy's, um, in nine Macy's locations for the holidays uh, for something called the Market at Macy's, which is also a partnership with Facebook. And so even though we really haven't done retail to date, um, we're going to be doing this extremely wonderful partnership where we're going to be able to collect the full retail value of the item. Macy's and Facebook are covering those costs. And so it'll certainly help with our donations and it'll be fun for us to get the product in front of customers to feel it for the first time. Because right now customers are buying, a lot of new customers are buying it without even feeling it. So that, that's an exciting experience for us. Definitely very exciting, especially because Macy's is a big place to go to over the holidays when you got to do your holiday shopping. That's what I hear. So the accessories that you guys have also created for the clothes include a blackout candle and a McIntyre backpack. Tell us about these accessories and how they yeah, got the clothes. The oh, sorry. Yeah, the best part about the, you know, everything at Two Blind Brothers, because the brand is so personal to Brad and I that every shirt, every product has a little bit of a story behind it. And the candle was actually just, a scent that Brad and I love. It's a wonderful sandalwood. And we ended up having a good friend who is, who met, put us in touch with a unbelievable um, handcrafted candle distributor. And so we actually got to go down there and meet with them and create something special. And then with the backpack was a, which is I, in my opinion, the best thing that we sell. We had a uh, ex head of production for a major luxury luggage company who came up to us and said, hey, I love your story. I love what you're doing. I want to help you make the ad a perfect bag for men and women. Would you be interested? And that was indicative of how kind and thoughtful and caring everyone we've come across in this community has been. And I'm sure you've seen it you know, on your show with how supportive the visually impaired community truly is. Very supportive group, I think, that we're all a part of. And who, who was the major distributor, the luggage distributor that you guys worked with? 
It's funny. We act, he actually asked us not to name him because uh, the company that did it for us did an incredible job. And I think that they want to make sure that um, their brand isn't confused with ours. So I guess what we can say is it's a top tier luggage, luggage company that you could probably name within three guesses. Uh, but uh, it, it was their ex head of production who helped assist us and work with their factories to produce the uh, bag. Okay, I can. I guess I can for myself take a guess at who that company is. <laughs> now the women's clothes. I told you we weren't going to forget about the ladies. <laughs> Tell us about the touchable tees and the women's deep V shirts. Yeah, it's actually so funny. Back to you know that the idea of a story is Brad and I have a middle sister, and so inside the office we call the women's line the sighted sister. Uh, be for for our sister Katie and you know it's it's amazing we have some great girls who work at two blind brothers you know court who puts in a ton of time energy and effort into making sure that they're perfect not only by the comfort but by the fit and by how you actually look at them and the versatility of each garment as it relates to a larger outfit so we've really been putting in a lot of energy and effort into making sure that everything is both perfect to, to wear, but at the same time makes you look your best. Makes you just look good out when walking out in public. Now, with your company, Two Blind Brothers, um, how many people do you have to manage? How big is your staff? Is it small, big, in between? There's six of us that work here in our New York headquarters full time. And then we have a ton of sort of outsourced help. So, you know, some of our uh, marketing people are outsourced both on our social advertising and email marketing side. We have obviously uh, production um, that's outsourced. Um, so we, we have partnerships with a variety of vendors. Uh, but right here, we're, we're a team of six. It started as a team of two with Brian and I. Uh, shortly after the, um, uh, some of the major media, the Ellen DeGeneres show and NBC nightly news, we quickly had to hire a few others. Um, we've actually hired a, uh, a full-time video production person. We do so much on social, you know, it's important for us to kind of keep that, um, dialogue with our community of supporters and customers. And so we found that having, um, Brianna, our video producer here helps us kind of make content very quickly. And uh, yeah, it's sort of humming along. Now you were on Ellen's talk show. How'd you speak out to get on her show and speak I, out to her and her audience about yourselves and the clothes? I wish that we could take credit for somehow figuring out our way onto her show. But uh, the way it happened was um, there was another news organization called Now This on Facebook that published a story on us and one of Ellen's producers saw it. Uh, they did a number of interviews uh, and I, I think my brother Brian probably charmed uh, the producer and uh, with, with his uh, wonderful dad jokes that he tells. And uh, I, I don't know why, but they decided to choose us to uh, be featured on their show. We were incredibly grateful. We we were nervous, we were excited, and, um, and then more than anything, it really was a big inflection point for the company. It got us a lot of people reaching out to help support the, 
a company in the project. Um, it helped with sales. It, it, it really was a, a wonderful moment for the company. It really took it from a small part-time charitable project to something with a more national scope. Certainly did. Did you give away any clothes on stage? Yeah, so Ellen actually was generous enough to buy uh, $30,000 worth of clothing from Two Blind Brothers to give out to her studio audience, which was just beyond generous and kind. And that was, I have to say, one of the single greatest days I've ever had. But they actually tricked us. They, uh, they didn't tell us that they were going to buy our shirts. They said, why don't you bring 400 shirts to the taping of the show and afterwards you can sell it to the audience and that was sort of their way to set up this uh this nice surprise where um they 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 actually bought them right then and there with the check from ellen and shutterfly oh yes ellen always likes to surprise people <laughs> she does and she's good at it mm -hmm. yes any new products you guys are going to make in the future yeah, we got, a, we got a bunch coming down the pipeline here in the next few weeks, but I think I would probably be murdered if I, told out, if I told all of our secrets. But we have some amazing stuff coming out for kids. We're hoping to launch our, our kids line very soon because we get a lot of requests for that. We may be coming out with some pants pretty soon as well, and that's, that's going to be a very fun uh, opportunity. And a few more surprises down the lane, so you'll have to stay tuned to Two Blind Brothers. Has your clothing been featured any, in any fashion shows? Oh, it has. I, I, feel, like, I feel like these are great uh, leading questions. Uh, uh, I'm, glad we, I'm glad we got them over to you. Now, we, um, we were lucky to be a part of uh, Brooklyn Fashion Week, um, which for Brian and I was like a huge surprise because uh, to go from you know, a guy doing cold call sales to uh, credit unions and banks at Brian's former job and for me to uh, be looking at Excel uh, spreadsheets and trying to do investment diligence at a small investment firm to, to be a featured designer at Brooklyn Fashion Week was a real honor and uh, definitely a, a, an adventure for us. And, and that, was, that was really cool. That was back last fall. Well, last fall, any upcoming fashion shows you're going to be featured in? Well, Brian will do a runway walk down the apartment. Uh, if you guys, if anyone wants to come to New York City, I will personally set up the Brian Manning <laughs> runway show. <laughs> That'll be good. <sighs> he always loves to offer me up. It's never him. <laughs> Now, now the workplace culture is pretty friendly at your company, correct, if I may ask? Uh, you know, I would say that Brian and I have about 25 years of practice fighting with each other, so we're, <laughs> we're really good at it. Um, you know, but it was one of the decisions that we made early on with the company. You know, we both have worked at big bureaucratic firms, much, you know, stodgier, more institutional places but we just decided you know certainly with the mission the brand the values this was going to be a quote family business and so everybody who's an employee really becomes sort of part of our family you know we all sort of work in the same open room everybody's sort of involved in every decision um, 
when there's successes, we celebrate them together. And when there are challenges or issues, they, we hash them out together. And uh, yeah, I would say it's definitely a unique culture. Any additional TV appearances or radio appearances? Uh, there are a few. I think there's a few that we can talk about and some that we can't. Um, we are going to be on a podcast for Bloomberg called Decrypted. Um, that probably airs shortly. Um, we've done a few. Uh, we did a uh, we did a podcast earlier today, actually, but I don't know if we can announce it yet. And then um, we, we've been doing a lot of PR and publicity with Facebook. We're, we were lucky to be chosen to be on um, Facebook's Small Business Council, which is a council of businesses that have sort of used the platform to help grow their charities, organizations, or businesses. And so oftentimes, um, they'll ask us to help represent them on a, on a panel to talk about small business issues or, um, or, 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 th or, or appearances to help teach small businesses how we've used the platform to grow Two Blind Brothers. And we have a couple things with them coming up in early October. Quite revolutionary and definitely it's important to stay positive. And one of these days, many people out there may be getting their vision back. We hope so. You know, that, that's, the, that's the dream. And, and we like to say that we're really on the five-yard line. I mean, we're already seeing things. Uh, there's 23 clinical trials going on right now for retinal eye disease. We just saw Luxterna get approved in January. This is sort of like, uh, you know, you see the cracks in the dam. And then, you know, then you have these great breakthroughs. Um, and, and we hope that there will be translational, you know, um, therapies that can cure lots and lots of people of blindness in the future. Uh, certainly, we expect in the near future, there will be treatments that slow progression, stop the progression of these degenerative diseases. But ultimately, the goal is to be able to reverse and cure blindness. How can people learn more about Two Blind Brothers, buy your clothes, and donate the dollars? Yeah, if you want to go to Two Blind Brothers, and that's all spelled out, T-W-O-B-L-I-N-D, brothers.com. We have all of our information there. Or check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Two Blind Brothers. All right. Brian and Bradford, you both provide encouragement and hope for the blind who want to restore their sight, learn a new skill, and help others. Thank you so much for joining us today and speaking out with us. Thank you. Happy to be here. Before we go, I welcome your comments on this program, listeners. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind, or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website that's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakout at acbradio.org, and my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking dash out dash four dash dash blind. Please note that there is a link located in the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind, where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to Speaking Out for the Blind shows ranging from episode 94 to the present. That's all for this edition of Speaking Out for the Blind. Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out. Here at ACB Radio Mainstream, we are always working to improve the quality of our programming. 
you have any feedback about anything you have heard here on ACV Radio Mainstream, please let us know by sending an email to support at acbradio.org. That's support at acbradio.org. You are listening to ACV Radio Mainstream, connecting the blind community. Tired of the same old survival reality shows that aren't too real? Then join me, Brian McCallan, on Speaking Out for the Blind. I interview real famous and inspirational blind individuals and other specialists about a real wide variety of topics, providing you with real steps to achieve your dreams. Speaking Out for the Blind airs Wednesdays at 10.30 p.m. Eastern and replays throughout the day on Thursdays on ACB Radio Mainstream. Happy listening! Hi everyone, this is Rick Morin, the host of Rick's Picks, here on ACB Radio Interactive every Wednesday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern. Now Wednesday, of course, is midweek, and 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. is about as midday of the midweek as you could possibly get, so it's all downhill from here. Hey, every week we're going to play music that's kind of easy on the ears, music that you can listen to the lyrics to and enjoy them. A lot of adult contemporary music, I like to play show tunes and, oh, all kinds of cool stuff, interviews, and I surprise you every now and then with some little ditties that I'll pick up here and there. So why don't you tune in? And if you can't listen to the show live, you can listen to it on demand now on acbradio.org slash R-P-I-C-K-S. That's acbradio.org slash R-P-I-C-K-S. The American Council of the Blind has established the Legacy Society to honor and recognize individuals who have communicated their intentions to include ACB in their estate plans via a bequest or another type of planned gift. We want to acknowledge individuals for including ACB in their will while they are still living so that we can thank them for their commitment to perpetuating ACB's good work for years to come. Says ACB President Kim Charlson, more information about the Legacy Society and how you can help is available from Tom Tobin, Director of Development at ttobin, T-T-O-B-I-N, at acb.org, or by phone at 800-424-8666, option 5. Thank you for listening to ACB Radio and for considering ACB's future financial needs. You're listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, the talk of the blind community. ACB Radio.